The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. I hope you guys are having a great day today. I'm your host, William Harris. You can follow me on all social media at William is Bill. Today is June 23rd and we will be talking about the NBA Draft Lottery. That went down Tuesday night. What a crazy day of basketball. Crazy potential for the top 14 teams in this lottery. Uh, also, the Phoenix Suns and the LA Clippers are playing currently as I'm recording this show. So it's a great day of basketball. Uh, and soon we will get into who that day was even greater for when we go over the top 14 picks in this 2021 NBA draft. Uh, so we're going to start off with talking about how the teams were positioned and the percentages the teams had to win the number one overall pick, which is the highly highly touted uh, pick in this draft because Cade Cunningham is what appears to be the next superstar coming out of this draft. So he's the guy that everyone wants. Um, So we're starting it off with the Houston Rockets, Detroit Pistons, and Orlando Magic. Each of these three teams finished with the worst three records in the uh, NBA, and they all have a 14% chance to win the number one pick in the NBA draft. Uh, Next would be the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Oklahoma City Thunder. Each had 11% chance to win the number one overall pick. Uh, Then Golden State Warriors had a 9% chance, and that was via their trade from Minnesota. The Toronto Raptors had 7.5% chance. And then the New Orleans Pelicans, Sacramento Kings, and Orlando Magic each had a 4.5% chance to win the number one overall pick. A couple of other teams involved, small, small, small chance to get the number one pick. Charlotte Hornets, 1.8%. San Antonio Spurs, 1.7%. Indiana Pacers, 1%. And Golden State Warriors, 0.5% to win the number one overall pick in the draft. Which would be insane for Golden State to win because... Obviously, they're going to come, come back with everyone healthily, everyone healthy, fingers crossed next year, and have great chance, have a great chance to go far in the playoffs and potentially win another ring. So, you know, these implications are major. There's a lot of bad teams, a lot of teams that tanked, uh, that are all, you know, highly anticipating these results of these lottery balls, especially Detroit, Houston, OKC. Cleveland Cavaliers, all teams that are desperately in need of help. And this draft will supply it because there are a lot of great talents in this draft. And so we can't wait to get into it. Um, the Rock, and, and there's a couple things before the draft that were interesting to see what could happen. Like the Houston Rockets would lose their pick to Oklahoma City unless it's a top four pick. That would be tragic for the Rockets because the Rockets are desperately in need of talent. Uh, but that was part of the trade they made when they acquired Russell Westbrook. Uh, next one, the Chicago Bulls could lose their pick to Orlando unless it's a top four pick. And that happened in the Vucevic deal. Once again, Bulls could desperately need that pick. 
because they need a lot of talent on their team and they're kind of stuck in no man's land right now. Last but not neat, last but not least, uh, another interesting fact would be the Timberwolves would lose their pick to the Warriors if it falls out of the top three. So major implications for the Rockets, Bulls, and Timberwolves. And so all the fans across the NBA, especially in those three cities, uh, were, you know, highly anticipating, you know, biting their nails off to see the results of this uh, NBA draft lottery. And I'm, as I'm sure you were also. So uh, we can get straight to it. Uh, the it, it, You know, they were quick and right to the point. But, you know, we started off with the 14th pick. And that went to Golden State Warriors. Like we mentioned, they had the lowest percentage chance to get the number one pick. So they ended up with the last pick in the lottery, 14. And then with the 13th pick, Indiana Pacers. <clears throat> you know, they're a playoff team. So just like the Golden State Warriors should be next year, they had a 1% chance. So that went as projected. <clears throat> with the 12th selection in the 2021 NBA Draft, that went to the San Antonio Spurs, who had a 1.7% chance. And then with the 11th, 11th selection in the NBA draft, went to the Charlotte Hornets, who had a 1.8% chance. For the number 10th selection, that went to the New Orleans Pelicans. They had a 4.5% chance to win that pick, just the same as Sacramento and Chicago. And so that went to New Orleans. Uh, and I will say Swin Cash, who's their VP of Basketball Operations, was highly upset about that. <laughs> she desperately wanted New Orleans to get a better pick than that because they could use the talent. They want to keep Zion happy, obviously. So, you know, that's how that went. And, you know, speaking of the Hornets that had the 11th pick, last year they moved up a bunch of spots because the lottery is unpredictable. And they were able to get LaMelo Ball with the third pick when they should have had the ninth or 10th pick. So... Will that happen for one of these teams? We will see. It did not happen for New Orleans. They ended up getting the 10th selection. Next up was Sacramento. With the ninth pick in the draft, and like we said, New Orleans, Sacramento, and Chicago each had a 4.5% chance. So right now, uh, I'm going to go over these top six picks. It was Golden State, Indiana, San Antonio, Charlotte, New Orleans, and then Sacramento. They all went according to the board. So no surprises yet. Uh, now moving along to the eighth pick in the draft, that went to the Orlando Magic. And then for the seventh pick, that went to the Golden State Warriors. So the Golden State Warriors are going to have the seventh pick and the 14th pick in this draft. <clears throat> so moving right along to the number six pick is the OKC Thunder. And like we said, they had 11.5% chance to win the number one spot. So that was this is when the board starts to get a little tricky. They fell to six as opposed to being maybe fourth or fifth, which they could have been easily and had a high percentage chance of being first. Um, with the fifth selection in the draft, that is going to be the Orlando Magic. So now they have the fifth pick in the draft and the eighth pick in the draft. So that's great for them. Uh, and like we mentioned, the Bulls would lose their pick uh, to Orlando unless it's top four. They ended up losing that pick. So, you know, that's that's crucial. That's terrible for the Chicago Bulls. But they wanted Vucevic. 
They have Vucevic as a proven all-star, but they just will not get a lottery pick this year. So they're going to have to rebuild in another way. And like we mentioned, the Timberwolves pick fell out of the top three. They lost their pick to the Warriors, which is why the Warriors have the seventh pick and the 14th pick. So it was a crazy draft, crazy implications of where these teams will be going. But, you know, that's two out of the three teams so far that have lost their pick. And we're on the fourth pick right now. I'll go ahead and let you know the Toronto Raptors have moved up. They had a 7.5% chance to get the number one pick. They were projected to probably be around uh, the ninth or eighth pick. And they ended up with the fourth pick. So that's a tremendous move up for them. And, you know, they're a talented team. So this this is great for them because most experts say it's a five-man draft. Really, it's a four-man draft probably of guaranteed players. Then the fifth player is probably the highest potential. So they landed in that top four. Toronto had a crazy year playing in Tampa as opposed to Toronto with the pandemic. But they still have a lot of talent on their team. They had a lot of injuries. They will be back next year, especially with this top four pick. Look out for Toronto. Very fortunate to be where they are right now with that move up. And, you know, that's good that a good franchise, a never-tanking franchise, you know, gets that opportunity to get this type of player as opposed to teams like OKC or Houston. You know, teams that are just blatantly tanking. You know, that's why OKC, I believe, fell to six. But Toronto moved on up to four. So that was a nice swap. Even though, you know, Total, you know, coincidence, you know, it's not rigged or anything. Um, so uh, the number third, the number three pick in the draft went to the Cleveland Cavaliers, who always tend to move up in the draft. I don't know what they have over the league or, or the NBA or anything, but they always seem to move up. I know a lot of fans were upset about that, but it happens just about every year. But at least they didn't get the number one pick, you know, but Cleveland is a, you know, they got off to a great start at the beginning of the year. But um, it things fell apart. But they have a lot of good pieces. And I think they, with this third pick in the draft, should be a really good player, potential all-star player. Uh, they will be in good shape. And hopefully they won't be at the bottom of the lottery next year with all the young talent they have on their team. <clears throat> now, uh. Moving on, and like we said, Cleveland had 11.5% chance to get the number one pick. So that was close. They got the number three. Moving on to the number two and number one pick in the draft. You know, drum roll, please. Anticipation was building. Most people thought Houston would probably get it. You hadn't heard much talk about Detroit. But with the drum roll, uh, the Houston Rockets ended up with the number two pick in the draft. You know, they like we said, they had the same opportunity as Detroit. They both had a 14% chance to win it, Houston got it. So whether you're in the number one spot or number two spot, you can't be too upset. Uh, of course, everyone wants Cade Cunningham, uh, but not everyone can get him, you know? So um, getting the number two prospect in this draft is still a huge reward because most people would say in other years of the draft, uh, Whoever's going second or third could have been a number one pick in their draft because that's how talented they are. So Houston, huge rebuild they have going on. They have John Wall. They have, you know, Kevin Porter Jr., Kenyon Martin Jr., Jason Tate. Always, people always say I say his name wrong. 
Jay Sean Tate. <laughs> I want to call him Jay Sean Tate so bad, but you know, he's a great, he made the second team all rookie. So, I mean, they have a lot of young pieces. We're going to have to see what direction they're going to go in. Christian Wood, obviously, also. So they're just young, but they're going to have a lot of talent getting that number two pick. A lot of people think that would be Evan Mobley. Uh, but I think they need to do a little bit more research on that pick because I think Evan Mobley is a little overrated, uh, big man. But we'll get into that probably on the next pod uh, where I'll review top five or top ten uh, potential draft picks. Uh, I, it seems like I'm the only one that thinks that, but you know, we'll see. <laughs> and so with all that being said, with the number one pick, it went to the Detroit Pistons and it's well-deserved, you know, they really did not tank. Uh, they, they played hard all season. A lot of play, a lot of people, fans, media were wondering why they weren't playing their younger guys all season long. Uh, they were playing Mason Plumley, you know, Corey Joseph, all type of veterans um, in their lineup and not really playing the young guys as many minutes as they could. People wanted those rookies. They had three first round picks last year and they kind of just eased them in, which is good for their development. Um, so and then toward the end of the year, once they finally were out of the playoffs, they got a little bit more minutes. That's Sadiq Bay. Isaiah Stewart and Killian Hayes. Um, so, you know, a lot of people didn't know what was going on, but they were not trying to tank. So you have to respect it. And, I, and unlike Houston, you know, I, I think Detroit deserved this number one pick. They have not had a number one pick since the 1970s. I believe that was Bob Lanier. So <clears throat> well-deserved for Detroit. Uh, that's a team that's pretty much forgotten about these days ever since the you know, obviously they had the bad boy Pistons, but then they also had the uh, Pistons where they had Ben Wallace, uh, Richard Hamilton, Chauncey Billows, Rasheed Wallace, Tayshaun Prince when they won their championship. So it was a grind out, ball out defensive team. And so now they're finally getting some talent. Like I said, three first round picks last year, number one pick this year. Things are looking up. You know, they have Jeremy Grant. Uh, so they have a lot of potential talent, and hopefully they can, you know, all mesh together. Hopefully Killian Hayes can uh, break through next year. He had a tough rookie season with his injury. So I think <clears throat> Detroit's in a great spot, and they have a bright future. Uh, you know, and it was great to see Ben Wallace there at the draft. He was representing the team. Each team had a representative, you know, for the franchise um, or a former player. Uh, for the Detroit Pistons, Ben Wallace was their good luck charm. And, you know, he's going into the Hall of Fame next year. So I think they should have him back, you know. But hopefully Detroit won't be in this position next year. But they, like we said, they do have a super, super young team. So unfortunately, they may be. <laughs> but, you know, they as long as they do a good job of scouting, hit on their draft picks, they won't be here too long. Uh, I'll mention some of the guys that were there to pre uh, represent their teams. Um, like we said, Houston had the number two pick. They were represented by Hakeem Olajuwon, the great, the legend, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players of all time. And, you know, he helped them get the number two pick with, you know, his good luck charm. Uh, for the Cleveland Cavaliers, who had the third pick, they had Kobe Altman for them. Uh, for the fourth pick, Toronto had Fred Van Fleet. For the fifth pick, the Orlando Magic had Jeff Weltman. That's the president of their basketball operations. 
for the sixth pick. Okay, see, Thunder had Nazir Muhammad, <clears throat> former player, G, and now at the GM for their Oklahoma City Blue team, their G League team. Uh, for the Golden State Warriors, they had Rick Welts. He's the president and COO. And for for the eighth pick was the Magic again. So Jeff Weltman represented them again for both picks. Uh, for the Sacramento Kings, we had Monty McNair, the general manager. For the New Orleans Pelicans, we mentioned it earlier, Swim Ca Swin Cash, uh, former WNBA player, now is the VP of Basketball Operations for the Pelicans. Highly upset about not getting the top five pick, <laughs> but so that that's a viral moment of the draft. But uh, you know, she was there to represent them. For the eleventh pick, the Charlotte Hornets had Miles Bridges, who was the twelfth pick in the draft in twenty eighteen. You know, last year they had Devontae Graham represent them, and he ended up getting them. The third pick, so I thought they should have had Devontae Graham back, but, you know, they, they figure luck would be on their side regardless. Um, but, and I will say all these people were were there via Zoom, which also was not the same, you know, as in previous drafts when they're in the building and you can see them reacting live and, you know, the other guys laughing or giving high fives or whatever. So hopefully next year we'll be back to that. Uh, for the 12th pick was represented by the Spurs, Peter Holt. He's a managing partner for the Indiana Pacers, who had the 13th pick, Nancy Leonard. That's the widow to Bobby Slick Leonard. Uh, and for the Golden State Warriors, like we mentioned earlier, Rick, Rick Welts. So, uh, because the Warriors had two picks. And I'll run down the picks one more time for you guys. The Warriors had the 14th pick, Pacers 13, Spurs 12, Hornets 11, Pelicans 10, Kings 9, Magic 8, Warriors 7, Thunder 6, Magic 5, Raptors 4, Cavs 3, Rockets 2, Pistons 1st. First pick in the draft, you know. So this draft is looking a lot different than previous drafts because you're not used to seeing these teams up here. Uh, you know, the Detroit Pistons, Houston Rockets. Uh, like we said, the Pistons haven't had the first pick in the draft since the 70s. The Rockets, when they had James Harden, always in the playoffs. Raptors pretty much have been always in the playoffs. Uh, you know, the Cavs are always hovering around here. Uh, but And like we said, Golden State with two picks, you know, stuff like that. So it's, it's good to see different teams in the lottery. Hopefully these teams will hit on their picks. And it's they also have potential to trade their picks. Don't be surprised if Golden State... You know, they don't really need the 7th and 14th pick. They could trade both of them as a package to get a player to move up. You know, they have plenty of options because uh, they're in a win-now position. So we will see. The Magic with the 8th and the 5th fifth pick, will they move up? At 5 and 8, they should be able to get two really good players where, if, where they stand. But you just never know. Like, if you can get... I doubt Detroit would do it, but I mean, if you get that first pick, you go ahead and do that. But we'll see if Houston or Cleveland uh, would be interested in moving back uh, and getting two picks instead of one. So uh, today, like we said, June 23rd, we're, we're talking about the NBA draft lottery that happened on June 22nd. Huge night in basketball, huge night of potential and fun. Uh, you know, you I loved every second of it. Uh, <laughs> I, it, it goes by quick, but, you know, you got to love every second of it. And you got to have a lot of talk about what's to come in the next few weeks. 
we have the combine coming up, you know, the interviews. We're going to hear a lot more information about these guys. Well, they already said Cade Cunningham is not talking to any other team than whoever gets that first pick in the draft. And now we know that that's the Pistons. I think, and, and not working out, uh, but I think that's a bad idea. Um, you know, it's no need to be a diva, <laughs> you know, work out for a couple teams. You talk to a couple teams, you know, because you never know. Your medical could come back bad. You can get an injury before the draft and you haven't talked to these other teams. You're just hurting yourself, you know, like don't be, don't come in that arrogant and cocky that you can't talk to other teams because, you know, this is a deep, very talented draft. And in my scouting, I've seen some guys that are just as talented or better in their college film than Cade Cunningham. But either they don't have the height or something is, is, is with them that is knocking them. Or they were at a lower school or lower level competition, this or that, that those guys could have been right there with Cade Cunningham. So, you know, just stay humble, Cade Cunningham, you know. <laughs> That's, that's that's just my humble opinion. Uh, but, you know, a lot of information is going to be coming out soon, but I can't wait to talk more about it. May have a guest host on next time with me to talk about it. But uh, I cannot wait for this official draft to start now. We got the lottery taken care of, so we have a lot to look forward to. Uh, if you have any questions, any information you want to know about, just follow me on social media. Like I said, at William is Bill, and we will get it done for you. Love to interact with you. Check out Hoopball Media, Hoopball Tweets on Twitter as well. And this is a Hoopball production. Shout out to Dan Bresbers for making this show happen. Uh, and thank you very much for listening. Peace.